Hey everyone, today we're gonna be covering the mistakes you're currently making in your content. But first, I wanna tell you guys about something I'll be talking about in the coming weeks. It's about a content lab I am putting together. It's a mastermind and accountability group for you to accelerate your business with authentic, automated marketing for your business. Each month, if you are a part of the content lab, we're gonna have a few co-working sessions, an office hours call with a teaching topic and masterminding time and content audits. It's gonna include access to the show up system, social post formulas, and the Be Seen content creation method that I debuted a few weeks ago. I'll be telling you guys more about it in the coming weeks. Until then, let's move on to the main topic, the mistakes you're making in your content right now. Welcome to the Know, Like, and Trust show with Brittany Gardner the podcast where we explore the world of personal branding and how to build your know, like, and trust factor up for ultimate business success. And now here's your host, Brittany Gardner. All right. So sometimes you need to know what you're doing wrong before you can focus in on what to do right. A few episodes ago in episode 109, I talked about the three types of content you want and need, and I alluded to one of the mistakes I'm going to be covering today. But first, a little story. Commuting in New York City is basically warfare on a good day, but in this particular circumstance, I was carting through Manhattan with a heavy backpack and that made it all the worse. So I had a photo shoot. I didn't feel like heading back to our place and dropping it off, I was meeting some girlfriends, and I was like, I'll just carry my heavy photo backpack with me. It's no big deal. But after hanging out with my friends, I was heading back to the train. I was walking down the stairs right when our train got called to head back out to Long Island. And in the hustle and bustle, that loaded backpack made a minor error into a huge injury. The thing is, that backpack was optional. I didn't have to be carrying it. I did it out of convenience. I did it because I didn't plan properly. And that's kind of what it's like when you're online and you're committing these content mistakes. So they called our train. I started walking down the steps. Everyone wants to, you know, jostle for the best spot on the train. And, you know, it's like a 40 minute ride. So I get it. But since I had this huge photo backpack on my back, as everyone else was hurrying down the steps, they pushed me forward. You know, my body was kind of like twice the depth and people just, they weren't paying attention or maybe they just didn't care. Who knows? Anyway, I ended up tumbling down the stairs. I ended up with a huge softball on my ankle and I couldn't walk for a week and it was miserable. I cannot tell you how bad that sprain was. And I did it to myself, guys. I set myself up for it because I didn't plan properly. So that is what we are talking about with these mistakes, these things that you're getting wrong in your content. The first big thing I'm seeing most people do online today is that they are not opinionated enough. Now, I'm at a huge risk of throwing down a whole lot of cliches here. So anyway, here we go. I'll let you try and count the cliches. You're afraid of making waves. You're bland. You're afraid to gasp, make mistakes. But a watered down message is boring. You are boring if you're not willing to put your opinion out there. Boring people don't keep clients their attention, and a boring online presence, the same. You will lose loyal followers so quickly. Almost a year ago, I can't believe it's been that long, I released a podcast episode, I believe it was episode number 63, How to Craft an Authority Opinion. 
and the information in that episode still stands. I'll link to it in the show notes. You absolutely must do this to create enough leadership in your niche that people will be willing to spend some of their time on your content. There is zero point in having content online if you're not willing to stand out. This is one of the reasons I cannot stand the whole girl boss, boss mom culture. They all kind of sound the same, right? Have you noticed? I challenge you actually right now to send me a single brand message that stands out. Okay, I looked up the girl boss hashtag. On the first screen, I see three text-based posts. Their messages are in order. Now close your eyes and please understand that you are still young and the universe is endless and somehow everything will be okay. The next one. Believe it or not, there's not a single person you need in this life more than yourself. Put yourself first. And then the third one, too busy working on me to ever hate on you. Woo. Okay, let's take a breath there. Can you repeat any of those three posts to me other than the generic feeling of rah, rah, yay you? I bet you can't. Why? Because they're all watered down messages. Now, they might be important messages, but because they're so generic, they are forgettable. If you want to build real authority, you need to do the work of making your message specific. Yes, but you also need to do this. You need to back it up. You need to craft that opinion and put it out there with some meat. This is how you build authentic authority. This is a tangible, legit way to state to the great wide interwebs out there and say, here I am. It really all comes down to confidence. The impact you make is a direct result of your willingness to be seen. And when you are fully confident in the services that you offer, you're going to have opinions naturally. And they're going to come out naturally because when you know your stuff, you really can't help but share it. All right. So the second mistake is because when you're not showing up confidently, like we just spoke about, you're posting a lot of filler content. All right. So I can't say this more clearly than I am right now, but if this is you, just stop posting. This is where I'm going to throw back to episode 109 just a few weeks ago when I talked about why you need to avoid how-to content. That's the mistake that I alluded to here. If I want to know how to incorporate more turmeric in my diet, I will Google that shit. No, like really, that's what I'll do. Because newsflash, there is no efficient way for me to search your LinkedIn, Instagram, or Facebook posts. I'm not going to spend 45 minutes scrolling through all of your posts trying to remember that one post from, you know, three weeks ago or 17 weeks ago about when you posted about turmeric. I can't search your posts. So you posting helpful facts about turmeric is just fluff. Now, don't get mad at me if you've done this because I am trying to help you here. <laughs> I am giving you an option for thinking differently about the content that you are investing time in creating. You are investing a non-renewable resource, time, in fluff that nobody will be able to find when they are finally in the market for that knowledge. So basically, you're wasting your most valuable resource, time, to create filler posts. That is why I don't like how-to content as a bulwark of your strategy. Now, how-to content like this does have its place. Like, for example, in a long format blog post where you have the space and time and you can really dig into why turmeric matters to your long-term health. And you can use the benefits of that with SEO to make it a piece of content that your audience 
can find in the future when they do want to revisit that knowledge. And, you know, where you can create a graphic that points to that post from Pinterest, another search engine where you can create a video, maybe that goes along with it, put it on YouTube, another search engine. All of those how-to things have a place, but in your visibility strategy, in the strategy you are employing to stay front of mind for your audience so that they can become your clients, it does not have a place. If all your content is doing is stating a known fact, it's filler content. Now, for the record, I do think turmeric is pretty awesome, and I have learned a lot about it from my health-minded clients, but finding that out from them didn't prompt me to hire them. Your public service posts aren't actually doing your business any favors. So at the bare minimum, you got to understand this, your content needs to give your own take on the subject, and here we're circling back again, it needs to give your opinion on the matter at hand. All right, another culprit in this particular mistake, quotes. Now, I know the power of regurgitating someone else's words, especially when they say it in just that specific way and you're like, I can't say it better than this myself. I'm just gonna quote so-and-so. I highlight quotes on my Kindle all the time because I want the ability to remember it because something in their words spoke to me. But... If you've also felt that way, I know you're probably thinking right now, you're like, where is she going with this? It's actually as simple as what I just said about the how-to posts. At the bare minimum, you need to give your take on that quote. So way back at the beginning of this podcast, back in 2016, I interviewed a wonderful woman named Linda Bard. She's a soul branding expert. And she said in that podcast episode, you are full of wisdom, girl. Brand your own pictures with your own words. I couldn't say it better than her myself. And if you're about to point the finger at me and say, Brittany, you just said not to regurgitate others' quotes, then you missed the finer distinction here. I said not to just regurgitate, but to inform. Linda's words perfectly illustrate my point that just sharing someone else's quote without giving your perspective on it is a waste. Tell me why the quote matters to you, why the words spoke to you. Make it your own and make it a part of your teaching content. Make it a part of your content that shifts your audience's beliefs so that when they're ready to buy, you are that person at the forefront of your mind. You are the person they will turn to. There are no other options because you've not only posted your own things, you've posted others and wrapped it into your strategy and wrapped it into your messaging. And that right there is going to bring us to our third mistake using generic prompts. This is the entire reason I actually created the show up system a year ago in the first place. And it's because I was so frustrated by all the quote unquote visibility plans out there that were built on generic prompts. Now I get the allure of them. I've been there myself. I've bought a few myself because when you're in a rush and you haven't posted on anything on LinkedIn yet today, and you don't know what to say, You open that PDF that you bought for 17 bucks or something last month and you jab your finger at the screen in today's, you know, modern digital version of eeny, meeny, miny, mo, and you land on, bum, 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 prompt number 23. Tell the audience about a time when you overcame a mindset block. You and, um, no. (laughs) There are so many things wrong with this stab in the dark strategy. One, does your brand even talk about mindset? Not all can or should, for example. Two, if you're looking for a quick content plug, this is not it. If you're going to try and throw something online really quickly, please don't pick a quasi-philosophical prompt. 
you won't do it justice because you don't have time to give it the thought if you're trying to do it quickly, right? Or at least you won't if you don't have a well-thought-out brand foundation like the kind that my clients receive in my done-for-you programs. Nudge, nudge, wink, wink on that one. And then three, if you do this kind of prompt and you do it in a slipshod way, you will kill your no like, and trust factor because I promise when you're trying to throw something out there quickly and it's supposed to have some thought involved with it, your audience can tell that smell factor is very high. And you know what? You're above this. If you are investing your time in listening to the show, I know that you are better than a list of generic prompts. Create your own prompts. Define your three or four content buckets, fill them up with topics, and then elaborate upon these topics using the be seen content creation methods. Talk about the enemies of each topic, what holds people back. Talk about the goals of each topic, the desires your clients have. Talk about the stories that go along with each topic. And if you want an example of that, Maya commuting in NYC is warfare story. That is a perfect example of a story that leads into a teaching topic that shifts your audience's beliefs and thinking so that they are ready to buy from you when you're ready to sell. I guarantee you, if you are using the Be Seen content creation method, you can turn any of your own unique prompts into a full month of client attracting content for your business. If you set up your content system in a strategic way like I teach. All right, our last mistake is kind of related to being afraid of posting your own opinions, but slightly different. Actually, scratch that. It's closely related to all three of the mistakes that we've gone over so far. I've just given you a whole lot of opinion. Now it's an authority opinion and I backed it up, so we're okay. Ha, but you should know one important thing here. My opinion of your content doesn't matter. The only person's opinion you should give credence to is your best client's opinion. To be very clear, I have had clients in the past shy away from creating a particular piece of content because it might upset their mother, their spouse, their first clients who are no longer a good fit for their business, but they don't want to offend or alienate them in any way, their favorite business guru, or can I repeat, their mother. Oh my goodness, people. Did you hear that? I have had a client refuse to post a certain message because they were afraid their mother would see it. You guys, if you're not willing to own your message, why should you expect your clients to pay you for anything? And unless your mother is still footing your bills, in which case, why are you listening to this podcast anyway? Your mother's opinion cannot weigh into your business decisions. Same, by the way, for your spouse. Even if that creates a few spirited discussions in your house after the kids go to sleep. Unless they're financing your business, you know, actually, you know what? Even if they are financing your business, your messaging, your content, it's still designed to attract clients, not another spouse. So I will stand by it. Even if your spouse is financing your business, your content is not designed to appease them. Its purpose is to attract paying clients. So I will reiterate, Unless the person in question is a paying customer of yours, their opinion has nothing to do with your content strategy. If you want to create a visibility plan that attracts clients into your unique business, you need to be authentic to the unique thread that ties you to your best client. All right, you guys, I'm going to clue you in on something I just heard recently. Did you know that big corporations are out there right now, even in COVID, they're out there hiring consultants to come in 
and train their employees on how to be more authentic. I find that to be so crazy. All you have to do is follow what I've outlined in this podcast episode and you're instantly more authentic. Share your opinions and back them up. Stop posting filler fluff. Create your own prompts and build your know, like, and trust factor with a visibility plan no one can ever copy since it's all you. And finally, stop posting for the cool kids. Post for your clients and your clients only. Use your content as a filter that calls in your best client and gently repels everybody else. You can be fake authentic or you can have authentic authority and avoid these mistakes. It's time to be ruthless in our pursuit of that authentic authority. All right, friends, I would love to hear what is going on in your minds right now after listening to those mistakes. If you're guilty of them, don't raise your hand. We already know that you're guilty because I'm guilty too. We've all committed these content mistakes in the past. There's no reason to not draw a line in the sand today and move forward without making these mistakes repeatedly. You can learn from your mistakes. You can learn from my mistakes and you can put together a visibility plan that works for you and your unique business. Authentic automated content is not out of reach. This is something that you can do. If you need the support, I urge you to check out the content lab I'm putting together. You can go ahead and go to brittanygardner.com forward slash content lab to get yourself on the wait list. There will be a limited number of founding members rates for that content lab. I will have more details put together soon. In the meantime, the waitlist is available for you right now. All right. If you have not yet hopped on over to Apple Podcasts and left us a review, I would so appreciate it. It helps others find this great information. It helps everybody raise the bar in what we're putting out there so we can all build up our know, like, and trust factor in an authentic, good way and not make the mistakes we were talking about in this episode. One of the recent reviews I got was from VitalEJ17. I'm not sure who that is. If it's you, send me a little uh, message and let me know. But she or he says, Brittany has a way of explaining her branding tips that give you a real sense of commitment and encouragement on her part. You can tell she genuinely wants us to succeed. All of her and her guests' advice include priceless wisdom and actionable steps to implement within your brand so you can start growing your biz and building a brand that will last. Thank you. Thank you so much for that. Yes, I absolutely want everyone who's listening to this to succeed. It is why I am putting out programs like the Content Lab. It is why I am putting so much into that so I can help everybody up-level their brand and build up their know, like, and trust factor. See you guys next week. 